and welcome to Room Escape Divas. Thanks. Today, we are all four of us here talking about hints. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Earl's looking expectantly at me. <laughs> yeah, you're leading this one, man. Oh, I'm Pan. leading this one. This is so, your topic. Yeah, okay. Podcast so leader. we're back. And for did somebody once, request this topic? I can't remember. I did. Oh, so yeah. it wasn't so like a call-in for people. It wasn't, no, it wasn't like, it wasn't something that we were getting a request for. It was just, we did get one request for another thing, but. What was that request? It was for Game Masters. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes. And so we probably should tell people that we are looking for Game Masters to tell us their stories. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we will eventually have a new section on our podcast, like. I don't know. Game Master Peaks. I don't I don't know. Game Master Peaks? Stories. <laughs> corner, the Game Master Corner. I don't, don't we need a cool some like the voyeur. I don't know what we The Voyeur. <laughs> what? We need Oh uh, boy. We need a good title, don't you think? Uh, yeah, we can we can brainstorm that not okay, on the maybe podcast. Maybe somebody will maybe. be able to suggest a great title for that. By the way, I'm Manda. Oh, and my name is Errol. I'm Mike. And I'm Ruby. Yay! It's so <laughs> rare that all four phone. of us are here now. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. He wasn't the one that paused. He was. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Mike is sitting there ready. I'm I, I, I'm going through my repertoire of like accents. I'm like, uh, no accent today. Well, I think Mike is now more comfortable on a podcast because yes. he runs his own. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Tell us about your new podcast, Mike. No, we've, we've already talked about oh, this yeah. the last couple episodes. And, <laughs> and it's not even remotely related to Escape Room. That's so. true. But yeah. lots of people like different types of podcasts. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this week, well, we've been really busy lately. This is our first time back since Errol's puzzle hunt ended. and So happy. So happy. <laughs> So happy. <laughs> and we're kind of in between things. I'm getting ready to go to Netherlands soon. Oh, yeah. That's, that's coming super up. fun. Up the game. It's in just over a month, which kind of scares me. Lucky. Yeah. And all sorts of other things are going on. But I wanted to talk about f- through Errol's Puzzle Hunt, I was a hint master for that. And she was the hint queen. Uh, I was not the <laughs> hint queen, but you I, were the hint queen. I feel parody coming on there <laughs> now uh, we're thinking about it uh, it's like what can we do people paid you money they did they paid me in-game money they for hints money oh really hints. that's awesome it did get me thinking though like the the ability to give good hints is an important topic yeah, to discuss and and but not even just like for us giving hints but like we've you know been in so many escape rooms now mm-hmm. uh we tend to recognize when a gm is struggling to give the hint and when they are you know when they are more it. experienced with it and yeah. and there's all sorts of different ways to deliver those hints so i thought mm-hmm. yeah. it's worth talking about yeah because yeah. we went through our own events and we had to give hints in those yes. as well and sometimes in character <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Most of the time in character, I would say. Yeah. So the easiest hint giving is the hint that everybody always asks for. And eventually you have pre-canned responses, I would mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Right, Man-Pan? Yes. Yeah. So like the hints that come about are from beta testing. Usually those are the ones where if everyone's asking the same questions over and over again, 
generally that's probably somewhere either you need to change your puzzle design <laughs> or you need to or if enough people are asking you need that's a good indication you know you have to give a hint so yeah when i was doing Earl's puzzle hunt we had a bunch of pre-canned hints uh and it was at a hint market it was at a hint oh, market yeah. so the idea yeah. was that people could buy the hints that they needed but the only way to get coins was to solve the puzzles or to kill people so we, we already <laughs> talked about that that's another story for another time you can guess what most people ended up doing. But uh, we also had myself, because you know that like the pre-canned hints weren't necessarily going to cover every single avenue. And especially for the opening puzzles, mm-hmm. for people who aren't used to puzzle hunts, uh, we wanted to give them an option to ask custom hints. If they wanted to do that, it would cost them lots more. Oh. And so I basically became a hint dealer because I had people <laughs> desperate <laughs> for hints coming up. And yeah, what I found was it was diff- it was oh I don't know this is different from escape rooms because we are in an entirely digital world yeah. mm-hmm. in which I couldn't actually gauge somebody's frustration or experience levels mm-hmm. yeah. and you didn't know where they were oh no I guess you did know where they were uh not necessarily like it, once the ugh, that was the toughest part was getting them to pay me the ten coins before they started describing where they were. <laughs> <laughs> You mean getting money from them? Oh the yeah, well, I, uh, they were like, "Okay, well, this everywhere. is where I am." I'm like, ten coins, ten coins, and then you can have the hint." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, ten coins. That's the hint." And they're like, "Okay, but I'm just, I'm at the stage. I'm like, I don't care right now." <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> that was that was me at the end of the week. The beginning nose. of the week was like, you know what? I'll just waive the fee this time. And then what? I did you that. Were giving away oh, free hints. I did that a couple times. What? Because they were getting used to the mud, and they're like, I, they, I just have questions about the mud and i'm like okay fine but <laughs> oh yeah i waved the fee and then and then that ended very soon i lost a lot of my patience and yeah, um, hint giving rules you gotta be tough on them you so then they tough. come back harder that's that was one of my lessons i'm like i gotta be tougher because then they just yeah come because back. then they'll start asking really detailed questions yeah. yeah so that was like a tough thing is to determine whether you know what kind of a hint a player might actually want. Do they want the basic... Do they, do they just want to walk through? Like, yeah. Some of them did, and I wasn't. I never gave a walkthrough. Or um, do I give too many details to my hints? Mm-hmm. So it was important to me to be able to like... Because some players, they, they just want a little tiny right. bit of a nudge. Push, yeah. Some mm-hmm. players want a big neon sign saying <laughs> what the hint mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And so some of them I could just be like circle and then they'd be like oh okay i'll go work with that and (laughs) no idea what it means but that's all i want others would just be like so what is the answer and yeah (laughs) um, yeah and and it gets easier as the game goes on then you can guess what kind of hints they want yeah so the more i gave hints the more i got a sense of how to actually prompted so one of my lessons was it's easier to give a hint by asking them questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like it would have been a lot easier for me and probably mm-hmm. a lot less frustrating was like i'm stuck on this i could just say okay go here and here and here that's not really helping them solve the puzzle that's just giving them the answer yeah mm-hmm. so i found that i don't know if you guys find like i prefer it too when a, a hint master comes in and is just like so have you gone here yet Right. And it's like, okay, yes, I've gone there. Okay, did you look everywhere around there? Or mm-hmm. like, did, mm-hmm. what did you notice? Tell me what you noticed and then yeah. see if they've missed something from there. Usually, I, sorry, were you going to say something, Mike? Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think. 
it, it's really hard to gauge unless you ask those questions. And I think in the escape room business, anyway, there's only one company that really comes to mind that they ask they ask you ahead of time. They say kind of what level level do you want to play it at to kind of indicate what kind of hints or how many hints you're going to get. Right. Right. And like one of them is like pretty much beginner level, which you get that walkthrough. And like the harder level, which is like you get one hint and that's it. You're by yourself. Yeah, I think it's it depends on the level of frustration we're at. I know yeah. many times if, if it's like a good room where everything's logical and we're just, I don't know, we missed something because we didn't search properly and they're, they're kind of asking those questions. It's like, did you check the vicinity? It's like, yes. It's like, are you sure? And then it's like, oh crap, we missed something. So like that type of thing makes sense. But there are times where we've done everything and it just does not make any sense anymore and we're not missing a searching item and they're just going roundabout in circles asking us, have you done this? It's like, we told you we did it already. Yeah. So that's like, as a player, that's where my biggest frustrations come from is that when the GM can't pick up on yeah. the fact that yeah. we are just at the end of our rope and we are done <laughs> with this vague, Stupid thing. <laughs> you know, um, prophecy hinting that they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and we just, just tell us. And yeah, that's when he us. takes his laminated uh, binder and goes through <laughs> all the answers with you. Mm. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when I did that to the poor GM in Calgary because it was a lockout safe with dates and Aww. we had to discern what the date was. And I said, yeah, I'm not going to put the answer in. Just tell us what the date is because it could be anything right now and I don't want to lock us out. I remember we did I, we did that once at, at another escape room. We said, wow, you're not going to type the answer in? No, we know how to get it. We wanted to get it wrong, so just tell us what the answer is. This is how you get the answer. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. And I mentioned this on the last <laughs> podcast, but that was like that's what ended up happening with one of your puzzles. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Had people yeah. coming up to me. I know how to get the answer. Oh, that's the temple. Just of don't want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't want to do it. And <laughs> well, <laughs> here's the, the reason the I points. didn't want to put it in because there was a for the lockout safe. There's an error. There was a there was a high chance of error. People didn't want to do my Temple of Loom because it was tedious. Oh, tedious. Mm. It was hard. It was, <laughs> I, you had to visualize something in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, we'll leave dear. Errol over there to yep. glory to laugh. the pain yeah. of others. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just find that it's it's just as important to leave it up to the players as well to decide what kind of hints they need mm-hmm. as it is to be able to give out those hints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because. Um, it changes the experience. Being able to read yeah. a player as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. especially if like they're completely newbie players, and you're like, and you just go up to them and you're like, line, and like, what? <laughs> <laughs> line what? That can be very confusing for a newbie player, but maybe the more experienced ones don't want you to like just right. spell out what yeah. they have to do. Mm-hmm. When I give hints, because I have to give hints when I beta test, and I usually actually try not to give any hints when I beta t- when I, I when people are beta know. testing my puzzles <laughs> but I want to make sure I, the reason is I want to make sure they can do it without hints or at least be able to get on the right track I want to stop them and usually I will give a hint to stop them from going on a rabbit trail Mm-hmm. So when I give Manda hints, she doesn't like it when I give her hints. Actually, I I do and I don't. I hate your guts. And <laughs> I also, it is an effective way of giving hints because I know that when you answer, because I'll be like, okay, I uh, I got the word Cheerios. And you then, can do spoilers. 
Huh? You can say spoilers. I don't mind. I'm trying to think of when. Oh, when um, I think it was for your map, one of your map puzzles, where I I just started describing something, and you just said, "Oh." And <laughs> that was my hint giving. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh, what? oh, crap, crap. Because whenever you usually when I'm being like, OK, so I've mapped out everything. You're like, yes. And I see that there are paths connecting each of these villages. Yes. OK. Like you just say yes. Like just all you do is reinforce that I did a thing. It's only when <laughs> I list a rabbit trail that suddenly you're like, huh? And then I'm like. Oh, crap. That's not what the, the wrong way. <laughs> and sometimes that's all players need is they need a validation that mm-hmm. they're on the right track and they're not going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I think that's we mentioned true. Darren was talking about it in the last podcast. Sometimes you don't need to give them a lot of detail. You just need to shut them down when they're going in the wrong path because that can lead to frustration and people really want to solve a puzzle. But yeah, they don't want to solve the wrong puzzle. Oh yeah, the other infuriating thing you do is if I'm right, usually you just don't say anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, we were in. I was beta testing one of his puzzles, and he was driving, and oh. I was just describing my process as I'm making this map. Can I? I can yeah. say spoilers about this yeah, puzzle. Why okay. not? Spoilers if you haven't done the puzzle hunt yet, but you want to. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I was I was making this map and I was like, uh, and thankfully I I spent so much time making it too, and I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm looking at all these hexes, and Earl's just like, mm-hmm, and I'm like, yeah, and so there's roads connecting each of these things, and I'm like, yeah, and he's like, yes, and like, and the roads are, and there's, I don't know, there's villages, there's two roads in between each village, and then I pause and I'm like. Is this Settlers of Catan? <laughs> and and then just like dead silence. I'm like, is it Settlers of Catan? And I want so badly for him to say, like, you to confirm. Got it. And it was just silence. Like, it's Settlers of Catan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably just like, yeah, no. okay. <laughs> And the thing is, when I gave hints in the past, I found out some things I said would set them off on the wrong path. Oh, that was gosh, insane. Yeah. And it would and 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 so now I try my best to not, not to embellish. I try my best not to try to hint by giving another puzzle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh I know, I'll just say a little clever twist of words to hint them in the right direction, but which may completely derail them. Which is really difficult, especially with our events, and I'm sure Mike found this, Hmm. when we tried to play characters, and we would love to embellish those characters, but it was so easy for people to pick up on something we said and run off with it. Especially like like the improv actors, they would probably be like, oh, I want to do something, but then... Oh, poor Josh. I had to shut him down a few times, just being like, all right, just don't ever mention that again. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he sent people my way one time and people a whole bunch of people and they start questioning me like i was guilty at something i'm just like what did he say how am i being targeted of these things i don't know what's happening i don't know what to answer anymore yeah because ruby if i remember correctly you actually were really the real event runner making sure things yeah and then we kind of gave you a role but nobody was supposed to talk to you they were just supposed (laughs) to ask me for like the business cards and stuff yeah that's what it was but like he started saying how i i don't know he 
said how I hired the company and how I'm in charge of things. So people kept asking me, so what did you do? Who, why did you hire that company? Did you vet them? And I'm like, what can I say that won't send them down the wrong way? Crap. It's like, what can I say to not push them over to the wrong you didn't have a background you no i had nothing story. you had nothing yeah your name was ruby too yes. <laughs> my name tag said ruby oh. so you were not prepared no no that was okay <laughs> i got through it i got grilled by a lot of people but that's okay so the best kind of hint giving role you can have is a sleeping drunk guy in the corner you which really want that role. yes mike's been wanting yes that role for like- i will snore the number of times they needed something I mean, and that's that's if people are giving hints as a character, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I true. find that even during our train event, I had to break character sometimes, depending on the level of experience players had. Mm-hmm. Because if 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 players were coming up to me so utterly confused, and yeah. it did happen because they were following their friends to some event they had no idea about, yeah, yeah. I actually broke character. I went, okay, this is an escape game. This is <laughs> show me where you're at, okay, because. If they were super frustrated, yeah. I didn't want them to be frustrated. So yeah. I, and they wouldn't understand that you were playing a character and you were trying to to give them a hint without being obvious. They were just more and more confused. It's like, who are these people? Why are they not helping me in this game? Yeah. Especially when they would come up and just be like, did I get this puzzle right? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even so, the, the one of the things that we do in our games is we have humans as the lockbox. Mm-hmm. And then near the end of those games, we just started just let everybody through. Because yeah. it's like, oh, these guys are so far behind. They're getting nothing right. Just let them through. That's true. <laughs> I remember seeing some of those Scantron cards and I was just like, where the heck did they get all these numbers from? There's none of this match. And I'm like counting and I'm like, that doesn't even add up. But whatever. Line up, you're next. Yeah. So of the like going back more to like the traditional escape room and that, mm-hmm. there's like a lot of hint delivery systems that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is as like like Errol's puzzle hunt. There are pre canned hints, yeah. and I don't know. I find them them pretty effective. Like it seems like most of the escape rooms we've been to have planned well for mm-hmm. every eventuality. I think one. I think we mentioned this before, but the best hint giving, immersive hint giving I've seen may have been the old Lock Quest. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The All the hints calls. came in over a phone call. Yeah. yeah. And the people who called all happened to be characters. Of, characters yeah. like the bank would call. Or the library would call. The super would call. Yeah, yeah. and the, the hints were, the hints were framed around. For example, if like the bank would call and say, "You haven't. Uh, I've heard Paid that you bills. lost your money. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Sometimes people would hide it in their couch or something like that. Yeah, and that would hint that you had to search through the couch. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Like if you can make your hint system, like. Integrated. Integrated. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> you can embed it in your game in mm-hmm. such a way that it, it matches the theme and it matches the immersion. That'll be awesome. All the better. Like, there was mm-hmm. the one at Escape Maze that we did. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Yeah, the one at Escape Maze, they have a great integrated hint system that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you can't even solve a puzzle without a hint. But because the, the hint system is so integrated, it didn't matter. You wanted to get a hint. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it was fun. 
another one that I saw with pre-canned hints that was like the probably the most elaborate effort I've seen is at Escape Barium in their in any of their rooms. He had actors mm-hmm. come in and pre-record all the lines. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Didn't they didn't come into the room? No, they didn't no, come into the they room. Just played so over the. What I was impressed system. was that like yeah, he planned for every eventuality. <laughs> And paid actors to come in yeah. to record every variation of hints that he needed That's in impressive. English and French. <laughs> and the Crux does that too. So, does the, oh right, the right. Niagara Crux. So, the Niagara Crux. Do they? I thought yeah. it was just over the PA. Well, they do both. So if you do oh. what is a dead air because they're in a DJ and right. you're hearing a radio station, right, 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 right. right. Periodically, you will hear. I didn't. Hints, and, and they're yeah. and they're they're triggered if you're stuck. Mm-hmm. So you will hear something that may push you towards the right way. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. But then if but they don't pre-record everything. So if you so You're Rob will come something. on and just say just just look over there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's only for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right. Escape Arium, I think they tried to take into consideration yeah. every eventuality to have a pre-recorded response. That's amazing though. Mm-hmm. And that was not to break the immersion as much as possible. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get a, a GM in there, it's pretty much the reminder you're in the escape game. And right. Yeah. And I know that, uh, what is the one that we went to with Scott that was the laboratory and they had it on the TV? Oh, yeah, what yeah. What was that called again? Escape Key? No. No, it's, it's in Hamilton. Oh, was it in, oh, right, right, right. Key Masters. Key Masters. Sorry, Key Masters. I had their pen. I should remember yeah. this. <laughs> and they had... And I was sad because they were very proud of their hint system. <laughs> but, but we, we never needed a need hint. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not normally the case. No. So that was, we were, I, the, the We puzzles, watched it afterwards. Yeah, the yeah. puzzles yeah. were very logical. And so we were able to solve the, the room. Yeah. But we didn't need any hints. <laughs> so diva time. We talk about all the ones that we liked. What's an example of a not so good one? You know, the funny thing is a lot of people hate it when people come in, when game masters come into the room and break the immersion. It doesn't bother me that much because it seems to happen all the time. Yeah, he comes in flashlight blazing. Where are you guys at? What are you guys doing? I think think the thing that bothers me the most is if we have to explain where we are. Yes, I completely agree with you. When they come in and they're like, so what have you done so far? And if you're like three quarters of the way through the room... It's like, what? It's like, well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if we're on the right track yeah. or if we're solving a wrong puzzle. Because you might ask a hint for a puzzle that you shouldn't even be encountering yet or something. Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah, like, I guess that's, that's for staffing, right? Because they don't have enough staff to monitor each game of what's happening. But it really kills the game because... Now you have to take the time to explain to them, what if you only had like five minutes left and you know you still have another room? If you can just get through it, it'll be quicker probably. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. mm. And sometimes you don't even know if what you're explaining is the thing that you need to explain. Exactly. I found the screw on the floor, but (laughs) I put it in the wall and I took it out. Is this right? Yeah. Yeah, so it is a bonus if they have cameras in the rooms that yeah. they can actually monitor on. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of those that we did get were from facilities that didn't have cameras, and so the game master was just completely blind to how we were destroying yeah, to where we right. were. So, yeah. I only call hints in. Well, not no, I call hints all the time, but especially if it's a searching thing. Honest, <laughs> one of my one of the least favorite hints that I have is 
just the generic you need to look around more yeah especially if it's a big room (laughs) it's like i know i do we searched everywhere (laughs) i like a little direction like Mm -hmm. you need to search maybe over here more yeah have you looked everywhere under that couch or something (laughs) yeah I think one thing is we play more games uh, when we see a process puzzle. I remember when when, when we were in Taiwan, mm. uh, we saw this one puzzle and it's one of those lights out games. Oh. So we were like looking at it and I'm like, those. okay, I can spend 10 minutes to do this. So I called the guy and can, can you just tell us how to solve it? We know what we need to do. We know how this works. Can just 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 solve it, please. And at first he's like, no, no, I can I can point you in the right direction. No, no, no. We've tried this for five minutes already. We, we know what we're pressing, but we're just not pressing the right ones. <laughs> so just, just tell us. He still didn't give us the full thing. Yeah. Yeah. He gave us like three quarters of the way. Oh. <laughs> On the hint giving side of it, I think one of my biggest problems when was when people would come up to me and just keep repeating the same thing over mm. and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd, I'd ask them, like they'd come up to me and they'd be like, I found the stage. And they're quoting Shakespeare. And I'm like, okay, so what did you notice? What else did you notice about the thing? It's Shakespeare. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Anything that the director might be saying? Shakespeare. Well, the director's saying that it's like all important or something like that. It's Shakespeare. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. You got that it's Shakespeare. And so sometimes it was difficult to like figure out to how to get them to the next part mm-hmm. or to get them thinking outside of that one yeah. aspect of yeah. it especially when they were like tunnel visioning on this one key point mm-hmm. and couldn't see anything else yeah, yeah. that reminds me when we were trying to hit you mad pans oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> poor errol i must be like oh no, no i get no, no. i get so frustrated and belligerent when i get frustrated when we were trying to hit you on odd and even <laughs> oh my god that's right Oh my god! <laughs> they were trying to let me know what was binary. No, no, no. Well, we were trying to get you. It was for a cryptic crossword clue, and I wanted you to. And I said odd, and I wanted you to think oh. uh, what else could odd mean? Because instead, odd right. in a cryptic clue, odd could sometimes mean that a word has to be anagrammed. Right, yeah. But so that's what I was fixating yeah, on. Yeah, and so I was yeah. saying, what else could it mean? And so that's all I was saying. What else can odd mean? So I was doing the thing that I was just describing, which was fixating <laughs> on this one point and just repeating it back at Errol. And she's like, <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Odd means that it's strange. But what else could it mean in a number sense? What's not odd? I don't know. Like, maybe even. Yeah. So as in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so if it's not odd it's it's even right so how does that relate to this uh, um. <laughs> and i was i was getting so frustrated and doing the very thing that annoys me which, <laughs> which was just like it doesn't mean anything else it means anagram no but you just on odd or even <gasps> and then i finally looked at it i was like uh, uh, Oh, and then I got super upset, and because <laughs> it took like 
an hour for them of hinting this to me. Oh, no. Poor Errol. Oh, no. I, I mean, I didn't want to tell you either. I know. So. But it's like if, she's saying the answer. I think that's the other thing about being a hint giver. You have to have the patience of a god to try and <laughs> to not just break down and just give the answer. Because mm-hmm. I definitely had the temptation yeah. sometimes to just be like, okay, you know what? Here it is. I've got five other people wanting hints from me. I need blah, blah, blah. And then I was mm. like, no, no, no. No. <laughs> Just keep patient. And then eventually they'd be like, oh, and it'd be great. But Maybe in like future games, if we're, we're good with technology, we can do chatbots and AI so the AI would detect what these people are saying and just kind of clue them the right way. Well, then they'll hack the chatbot or something. (laughs) But that would take more time than solving a puzzle. I think, and I need need to be better at this, but as a GM, you have to look like you are rooting for the players. (laughs) That was the bonus of having a computer screen, you know, to hide behind. If you if you give a hint and it looks like you're going, oh, you're dumb. Or if you're looking <laughs> super yeah. smug. Well. If you're looking smug. Or if you're, you know, like our friend Nathan. How could you not get this? Oh, our friend Nathan. That was, okay. Nathan's like, what, 14? Yes. Really? Nathan's 14. Oh, 15. Maybe 15, 15 now? I can't yeah, remember. I so. Okay. Anyway. And he, he's yeah, very he's, intelligent too. He's very, yes. he's a very smart kid, and he was on our train helping to give hints, and we had to take him off <laughs> because he would tell players like, you know, he'd be like, "How could you not get that?" <laughs> and he's so a little kid walking around. Don't put belligerent teenagers yeah. on your. <laughs> on and your when games. you give hints, yeah, you can't. You don't want to. You you want to. Be on the side of the players. You want to be encouraging and positive. Mm-hmm. Yes, but not. Yes. But you also don't want to sound like that. You're being uh, patronizing. No, definitely not. No, no. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Don't Look, worry. Oh, I'm sorry. Dear. Lots of other people have as much troubles as Bless you. Bless your heart. Anyway, <laughs> what you want to do is, but you want to look like you're rooting for the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it is difficult. Like once you solve a puzzle and once you know the answers and you're giving hints on that puzzle, sometimes it's easy to forget that you were struggling with that puzzle at one point to begin with. Definitely. So it's like easy to just because suddenly you have the answer. You're like, oh, boy, won't you get there? It's so obvious. (laughs) Although I didn't actually think that a lot during the game because they come up to me with a puzzle and I'd be like, oh, they're at that part. Yep, this is going to take a bit. I had a lot. I had a lot of trouble. And sometimes I'd bring that up. Sometimes I just say like, yeah, I struggled with this part too. Hang on. Yeah. Um, well, I think I brought this up before and I can't remember. I can't remember the 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 pl- the room that we were at and it's in Calgary. But we were stuck at a part and I brought this up at the at in the podcast and it was it was at a clock and they oh. were hinting on the screen. Do you want a hint? And it's like, oh, we haven't even started working on this. I can give you a hint for it. <laughs> and they were so they were so adamant to give us a hint and I they were so adamant they were so persistent is because I think everybody got stuck on that hint right. and then in, uh, and on the FB group on the Facebook group I brought it up before and they said oh wait is it the clock puzzle and then said yes I was like yes we we hate the clock puzzle and and I think to myself why don't you <laughs> fix it <laughs> if every if the hint givers 
already try to give a hint before people even start it. And if everybody hates that puzzle, yeah. then that's There's something uh, wrong. Then you need to fix that puzzle. Well, that's a good question to ask like our GMs as well. I mean, it's easier if you're a GM and an owner. As you as you mm. go through, you can adjust your puzzles. The, like if you're getting the same darn hint with every group, yeah. then you yeah. can be like, maybe I need to adjust the puzzle. But it'd be interesting to know how many GMs report back to their designers and their owners and say, mm. all these players are having problems with that's this, true. if that's an actual thing. We could have, have GM Anonymous. And then they can come in and then they can talk about their owner. Are we going to put voice modulators on them? Put voice modulators. My owner. Oh, boy. He's horrible. Doesn't Ray have a voice modulator? <laughs> That'd be so much fun to play with. That'd be amazing. <laughs> you just want you okay, I was like, oh, how can GMs help their owners to understand their puzzles? And you're like, how oh, we should have them in to discuss their drama <laughs> and complain. <laughs> and then they can complain about players too. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right? I feel sorry for GMs. I said before, because we're probably horrible people to watch. Probably. Because we're like entitled. We're entitled escape room players. Then we come out, eh, I guess that was okay. <laughs> we're so horrible. Oh, yeah. So much privilege we have. <laughs> but it was a good experience being on the other side of hints this time and, and seeing what rabbit trails people went down and how um, I, I generally got people who like uh, would regularly come back but there were a couple that just needed weird nudges here and there <laughs> and yeah it was it was cool though to see like what patterns came up what you know anomalies came up and uh then it became easier to prepare for those hints so the moment mm -hmm. somebody said i'm stuck on the stage puzzle i immediately knew what they were probably going to ask and it was one of three things and nice. i could prepare for that just randomly, another thing I hate about hints as far as hint systems goes, I would really love to see the walkie-talkie eventually phased out. As much as I hate the GM coming into the room, or I don't hate it, actually. I hate walkie-talkies more because I can oh. rarely understand the what words coming out of... <laughs> no, it's true. I don't understand what's coming. Yeah. And that just ups my frustration level even more because I'm like, he said talk or walk. I don't know. <laughs> but it makes you wonder, like, how come they can come through so clearly over a PA system, but not so much on a walkie-talkie? Do people just not know how to use them properly? It might be part of it. I think it's just also the, the voice, I mean, the um, the quality of the speakers the device okay. right you have a pa system it's meant to it's wired it's mm. wired right this one's wireless wireless and mm. they might as well put it in you, you ever have those walkie talkies when you were little that had the morse code on the front of it and you could actually like send mm -hmm. morse code through them that's what we used to oh, have maybe really? we should just yeah. do that <laughs> then only errol would understand and he won't tell us anything let's <laughs> 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 just hold on to all the clues <laughs> Oh, that, that was another hint-giving system I liked was over... You got texts over a phone. Mm. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened that. at uh, the adventure, the question mark adventure. We had to give them our phone. Well, we didn't give them our phone. We could keep our phone. We had to give them our number. And yeah. then they would text us hints. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was fun. And, and you also had to do that at Secret City Adventure where oh, right. they you gave would... us a phone. Yeah. Right. You would have to like kind of... 
te- text in your answers for validation. Yes, and- because it was an outside oh. escape room. And yeah. while we're going around, we would yeah. tell them what we found and then they would tell us next where to go. Yeah. And I like that. That's true. It makes sense. Yes. We actually did that for our devices. events too. Yeah, eventually. We did that yeah. first, didn't we? Actually, no. Uh, wedding. We did it for the wedding, wedding event. For the yeah. I can't remember which came first. Well, it just more came. It was more a byproduct of our, because originally it was you're supposed to text an answer to this number, and people just started ended up using it as a hint system. <laughs> so, it's like, wait. So then your wife sat there like, well, if they're gonna do it, we might as yes. well help them out. Yeah, and, that's true. <laughs> we had that. As we had that for the train too. Yes, but we they did. didn't text us. They they could call. They called. They called they into a hint system. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's another similar one though is the the TV that people use and like type a message into oh. and it appears. I'm not always a fan of that one yeah. because sometimes it takes a while and you don't know if they heard you on the cameras. Yeah. Or, or if they're slow typers, or which we've cut typers. the one finger typers. I oh, would, brutal. The nice thing is that when it's done well, the answers come really quickly and it's yes. very informative of what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But immersion wise makes no sense oh yeah immersion sadly it makes no sense but again when it comes to hints it's the clearest because i can't hear anything over the over the Mm walkie-talkie right it's less immersive breaking than a person coming in and just saying okay where are you okay it's over there but that's because there's someone watching you the whole time so they know where you are Yeah. yeah i think there was one system that uh we encountered it was like a messenger so there was a computer in the room because I think it was like oh, a classroom right, or an right, office. Right, right. And then we would have to type on the messenger to whoever's outside mm-hmm. and then they would respond back. And I remember thinking there was something we found and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. And I asked Mike, what do we do? And he's like, I don't know. Just ask him what's up with the fish. So I literally typed what's up with the fish. <laughs> and the fish was a red herring. Oh, <laughs> it was, was literally it? a red herring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I mean, it was nice because you're just kind of like, oh, let's let's chat, right? That's always fun. That's a, that could be dangerous too. That could be in our next event. Oh, we that, could have people sign up for the Slack. You can you <laughs> oh, can boy. be on that no. then. You can monitor it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like that would be dangerous because if Errol went into a room where he had the capacity to just talk <laughs> at the GM. Like or type the message to the GM. I can imagine that there would be no puzzle solving on his part and a lot of trolling of the hint person. I thought of a I thought of a new role. I can be the entitled millennial in the corner just typing. (laughs) Typing away. But he's actually of your role in the escape room. That's Mm. not lamplighter that you always seem to assign to yourself. Interesting. Maybe you would actually be like a person on your phone that could look up things for people. Like, why yeah. don't we go ask the guy with the phone? Maybe you could get him to call someone. Yeah, mm. or something. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Things to explore. <laughs> Errol's brain's moving again. I don't want to think of making anything else for a long time. <laughs> Except you're already thinking of making something I'm tired. else. tired. Yeah. <laughs> tired. <laughs> Creativity never stops. i'm interested to see what other kind of immersive like apart from the ones we listed was there any other like really immersive hint systems so what do we have so far we have gm coming in we have walkie talkie yeah we have in-game actor yeah yeah we have screens yeah and we have phones yeah Mm -hmm. 
Did, Did I we miss discuss anything? the in-game actor that much? I no. mean, our in-game yeah, actor. Yeah, about okay. that's us. Because yeah. another risk of the of the in-game actor... Is when they fall asleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> when have you seen I, that? I oh, want to be the sleeping one. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to be in Calgary. Well, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so that was a thing. Yeah. That, that, I've exp- I haven't. Didn't I tell this story on 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 the podcast? You might not have been there. Yeah. yeah. I might not have you been there. Have. But so do, do the other guys remember this? <laughs> it was great. Amanda looks a little confused. <laughs> My sister was saying, "I think she's sleeping." Oh no! <laughs> it was late, and she was new because she was still reading everything off of a oh. of a sheet of paper. Yeah. Mm. And it was and it was at Smarty Pants. And that's what they're called. Oh. And unfortunately, they have. They have wonderful sets, very beautiful sets, but we only had three puzzles to work on. So oh. it was oh, wow. very boring puzzle-wise. And our game master fell asleep. She was bored the whole time. Oh, dear. Oh, I just thought of, thought of another system that we never talked about. What? Um, like pre-written clues that just oh, come right. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randomly uh, come through. That shoved through under the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. pre-written ones. I mean... It's pre-written and probably delivered to you in some way, but yeah. mm-hmm. the ones where it's shoved under the door is actually yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. I remember my first time I did an escape room, one of the first with my family, and this was at Niagara Escape Rooms. Yeah, escape Niagara. that's exactly mm-hmm. the one I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. And, they, yeah. and it was fun for the kids because it's like, oh, oh, something came under the door and they'd run <laughs> yeah. to it. To pick, it's like, you got food. mail. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually fun to get a physical thing to read mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can choose to ignore it if you really don't want a hint yeah. right yeah and yeah. some people may poo poo it but there is something fun like getting a letter mm-hmm. well yeah you don't That'd have to open it if you want yeah. but yeah maybe what well, that's what somebody maybe. do somebody should send you an owl that will drop <laughs> off a letter as a clue that... that'd be glorious <laughs> what would do an... owls deliver <laughs> messages <laughs> what are you are you going to make a harry potter room <laughs> Are you going to be that owl? Imagine if it was a carrier pigeon. Oh, Oh, wouldn't that be fun? That'd be fun getting clues that way. Yeah. Good luck finding one. Yeah, I know. The pigeon would probably peck out your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'd have to sign waivers. It's okay if this pigeon pecks out my eye. Yeah, I guess the other thing with like with those pre-delivered or the like de- yeah. the delivered hints is that you you have to be able to gauge even more about when yes. players need hints like yeah. their frustration levels mm-hmm. so if they're like sitting like i don't know what to do maybe that's the time to send in the nudge yeah. but if they've just begun the room maybe hold off yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i think there was one room that we did i can't it was out of town i can't remember where it was and there was just it was a private pirate room and they were there were hints all over the place that you could choose to read when you wanted oh, to read. Oh right, that was yeah. in uh, Niagara. Saint Niagara. No, oh, no, 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 different. No. So you're in Saint this. Catharines. I was uh, in Saint Catharines. The hour, the hour at Saint Catharines. Yeah. yeah, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they gave you they gave you scissors. Oh right, so you can cut the twist ties. <laughs> yeah, or that was kind of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then if you wanted a hint, you could just get it yourself, which yeah. is pretty handy. Yeah. yeah. We didn't get it though. We were stubborn. Yeah, we didn't cut anything. <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> I think I took I took the scissors so nobody could cut it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where the again, scissors go? Great on. because that does put it back into the player's hands, and, yeah. it, and it gives them, you know, the choice the choice of mm-hmm. shaping their experience. Mm-hmm. So Mike's on his phone now. Is he Mike's playing games? Yes. No, he's, he's on Twitter. I got notification. Oh, are you we, on Twitter? We got a we got a Thank tweet you. from uh, a game that we just played. Yeah. Oh, just well, that now. was exciting. She added me. Yay. Yay. 
and hopefully we'll get them on. We just did a beta test of an escape at home game of, of a new escape room um, card game, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. And that will just be a teaser. We won't go more into it. Dun, yes. Dun, dun. <laughs> anyway, this was a nice, quick podcast this time around. And mm-hmm. it was something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, though, because I think hinting is important. It's very it is. Important. I'm actually wondering if it's possible to, like, you know, have a different... Because usually when you go into an escape room, they're like, do you want one hint or two hints or three hints? And I'm wondering if like there's they another... They don't do it that much. As you, much anymore? No, I Certain don't, no. facilities do it. Some, but I don't yeah. see it as much. I'm just wondering like if it's possible to, you know, ask for a certain type of hint. Like you could be like, do you want vague nudges? <laughs> do you want... You know, mm. what they should again, do is like a millionaire know. thing. Like who wants to be a millionaire? You get like the call to a friend. Well, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> a 50-50 or like... Well, you wouldn't ping an audience. Stuff like that. But then again, it's hard to to determine like what kind of hints you will need before you even play the game. So it's hard to like... Yeah. Yeah. And whenever they ask that, I'm kind of like, okay, but if I choose the hard path for no hints and then I realize nothing's logical and I really don't understand it, (laughs) I don't want to be stuck in there. People, we were at an escape room and they were asking if we wanted to have the harder path. And I'm going, well, no. (laughs) <laughs> because that could just mean you're going to make us do really tedious yeah. things. And I don't want that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like having the option to... I think I like the ones where they're like, if you do one hint, you get a certain level or something. Yeah. And, and if you need more hints, you can use them. That yeah. kind of thing. I don't like that choice ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's want like, unlimited hints. Even if we don't use them. Yeah. I'm yeah. quite happy to have exactly. unlimited hints. I don't want to... Because don't, we don't trust rooms. We've done <laughs> enough rooms not to trust any of them because mm-hmm. we're because we're diva. diva that's a good note to end on <laughs> because we're divas so if you are a gm and you don't own the room but we'd like to hear from gms out there and we're gonna have a yes. new are they gonna be so anonymous you don't want owners no, with no, fun they, stories either well we can ha- we, we always have owners with fun stories too but I'd like to hear some, you know, ones from GMs as well. I mean, eventually we, we might have room. owner's corner. But right now I want to hear it from, you know, GMs because it'd be kind of cool. They're down in the trenches. They I are. Hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, most owners are in the trenches. Well, it's, in a, different it's way. a different experience from someone who has to worry about, like, keeping the business going as well. Yeah. Right. Like, and they might be more defensive because they might have designed the game or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas a GM, they're more neutral. Mm-hmm. Now, if you find a GM that's super excited about their escape room uh, business that they're in, and that's 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 a good testament to the escape room itself. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is very true. If you get someone who comes in tired and saying like, "Do you want a story?" I don't know. <laughs> I guess I can make one up. <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> not that we're speaking from experience oh, or well, anything we could, have, we could ask the gms to talk about their friends as gms <laughs> oh no wow, they're not as good as i am they're horrible people <laughs> they're all stirring the pot so basically we want so escape room drama like drama <laughs> welcome to the diva drama corner it's time for diva drama <laughs> So I've made you guys GMs at my games, our games. 
You've been but, a GM too. Yeah, hmm. but but then I I'm the one who made the puzzles. Oh so, yeah, you're the right? owner. One. I'm like yeah. the person who has an in, invested interest in the puzzles, where you are the one stuck trying to hint people. It's like yeah, this puzzle's stupid. And it's just I hate Errol. <laughs> I'll do it if I have a voice modulator. <laughs> So this is Mike. <laughs> what do I sound like Cookie Monster? <laughs> we want cookie. <sighs> and then we'll need a name for the the new piece section. We'll brainstorm that. <laughs> drama, drama, drama by Dr- Errol. Oh man, game master. Drama, drama. It needs to be like another G word. Like, um, like, um, giddy up. Game master, giddy up. Giddy up, game masters. <laughs> oh, boy. For giddy up, game, game, game master. Master giggles. Grunt. Giggles. Giggles with game masters. <laughs> we call it giggles and grunts. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you totally missed that one, Errol. <laughs> oh, I guess we should end this. We should now. end this now. Yeah. <laughs> We're not ahead anymore. We're just <laughs> falling backwards. Yeah. Talk is out, man. Pants. Room Escape Divas is brought to you by <laughs> Inverse Genius. You can go to Inverse. Oh, oh, I get it. We're giggling and grunting now. You were snorting. snorting. Yeah. You can go to inversegenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this one. Oh, my God. Sure. If you'd like to find us on Facebook and tell us what you think a grunt sounds like, you can go to our Facebook page and click the like button. Or you can email us at roomescapedivas at gmail.com. And especially if you're a game master, we are looking for game masters for our new section. And finally, if you're using Twitter, please use the hashtag R-E-Divas. Not that anybody uses that. I don't even use that. Should we, we should. just make a Twitter? But then we have to man, we have no, to like no, monitor no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't even check my own Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.